0: All right, there's the normal Friday music. Welcome to the podcast edition of the show. It is exactly three o'clock, and um, people in Podcast Land might get a lot of traffic info today because we have a uh, we have a situation on 475 between the Turnpike and the Trail. There is the always fun overturned semi. So uh have, have
1: you noticed people being overly aggressive lately? on the roads? Yes. No. I I have I have had so many people either like honk at me right as the light turns green or like some guy today, I was going the speed limit, if not five over and he like passed me. On like Holland Sylvania. Like, not the expressway, not like the trail Holland Sylvania. I was like, where are you people going? And then today I was coming home. I was on Hill Avenue. Of whatever. Course,
0: we had something bad happened. <laughs> but I
1: I went to like turn left into my street. And the guy, there was like a truck in front of me, and um There was a truck behind me, and then there was a black car behind that truck. And I, like, slow down. I put on my brakes and turn on my blinker because I'm turning left into my street. And this black car, like, tries to go around the truck, like, into the left other, like, the opposing lane to go around us, not realizing that I was going to turn left. And had I not paid attention, he probably would have hit me. And I'm like, where are you people, where do you need to go? I've just, I've experienced so many people with like road rage mentality lately. And I don't know what it is, but it's just like, people need to calm down.
0: The, Philip, you're there with us now? Yeah, I'm here. Good. Uh, it's Bethany, that's a great way to, to start today's podcast. Um, that's a great prologue because uh, there was a second road rage incident in the area with people. Well, people were hurting this one i saw
1: that
0: yeah uh somebody pulled out a knife three people were injured at the napoleon yeah the the napoleon walmart
1: like in napoleon philip what (laughs) What? why are you road raging
0: in napoleon Napoleon. i get i mean it's the walmart parking lot i'm actually not that surprised but um there there was one the other night i and Bethany, you might have heard me talk about this in the podcast. If you listen, Philip, I'll bring you up to speed. I'll do the fast version. So when I was at Condado, a New Mexican restaurant on Monroe the other night for a preview night, was um, nice. we heard gunfire, um, and it was a road rage incident. And uh, we didn't get full details until yesterday. And one person supposedly cut off another person. Um the person that did the cutting off, I think his name is Justin Langloy. The other person shot into Justin's car with two kids in the car. Oh my God. And Justin returned fire. Oh my God. So like
1: people are out here acting a fool.
0: So I they don't know who the guy who initially who fired first was. They're still trying to track him down. At least I I haven't come across anything that's identified him. And I said yesterday, um, if that man, if that man, we've had a couple of mass shootings, you know, Philip, I'm sure the UK yeah, is like,
2: heard about them all, America
0: yeah. being America, <laughs> uh, they they their breakfast, bacon, eggs, and guns. Um, and Alex and I talked about this earlier this week and, and she's, you know, she advocates responsible gun ownership and wants these people to control themselves. Um, if that, fir- if that guy who road raged, has his gun legally? I want it taken away immediately. However, right. I'm not super thrilled that Justin fired back. Um, I, I mean, get it. There are people that that are devoted gun owners and responsible ones, um, and they have weapons solely because- but, the, Eric, this is
2: in the wild, wild west.
0: I know, like, Right.
1: I, Was I, I, Justin I, the one with the two kids in the car?
0: Yes. And I'm not
1: going to lie. If I had a gun- I probably would have shot back too.
0: I I understand the mentality of, of gun ownership. There are there are some people who do it like Alex. They like the sport of it. Um, it. It's a hobby. There are other people who live and die with the Second Amendment, and they believe that they are they are the the militia that will keep the government at bay. <laughs> and then there are maybe people like Justin who simply have a gun because they need to protect themselves. Um and yeah, it's been a hellacious violent crime-ridden world in the last year. I guess for the obvious reasons or maybe not, but really the, uh, th- Thank you, Maddie. <laughs> I know.
1: She she has uh, feelings about this.
0: Before the last year or so, the world has at least here in developed countries has never been safer. You just have more people telling you bad things. Um so I I understand the desire to protect your family. And there, Alex brought up the example yesterday that some people live out in the middle of nowhere. You know, they want guns because police can't get to them in time. I'm of the belief that as dangerous as the world has been in the last year, um, you you exaggerate how often you think you might actually need a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, I'm going to be on this planet for 42 years. and honest to God's truth, and I've been a lot of places, there has never in my time, never in my life, been a time where I'm like, I wish I had a gun right now. So I, I think that people do overestimate the times that they will actually need one. Justin, in this case, thought that he did. Um, I, I I, would say, Bethany, I I hear you're, you you want to shoot back, you want to protect your family, but I think you also need to understand that this is Monroe street and you potentially endanger others by firing off your weapon. And I i think...
1: Oh, absolutely. I and, think, it's, you know, two wrongs don't make a right, but... And I'm not going to say he was wrong. Like,
0: I get the reaction, but I think... Justin at least needs to be part of the discussion, or at least hopefully the police said to him, hey, I understand you're protecting your family and kids, and what this person did was was awful and wrong. We'll handle that. But I hope you know, but by potentially firing your weapon, you endangered others. And to your point, Phil, the, the simple way is, yes, let's not make this the Wild Wild West.
2: It's like, for, for me, I look at it this way. Like, people who carry guns to protect themselves carry guns to protect themselves for people who are carrying guns and dangerous. Like, if Justin would have been, uh, like, you know, if the guy would have jumped out of his car and started yelling at Justin and, like, hitting his car with his fist or whatever the case may be, Justin would never pull that gun out because he probably didn't feel the need to do that unless he was fired upon. But right. I also agree with the fact that, like, Justin should be a part of the conversation and that also should be looked into like it just like any officer at any given time when you fire your gun off there should be an investigation and a look at me a look into your mental state after firing that gun especially after you hit somebody with a bullet I think that should go for like every citizen who has a gun as well
0: yeah it's a it's it's complicated as is most things with guns and gun ownership Um, but
2: I mean here it's so funny here too because, like, I still people still don't understand, like, you know, the the gun laws in America and why it's a thing and why it can't just go away. And it's hard for me to try to even start to explain it because the explanation is just, I mean, it's just you can't like, take power the same away from reason people. Your
1: queen's not going away.
2: <laughs> exactly, it's, you're absolutely right. Like, you just you can't take something that's been a tradition and that gives somebody power. Like, you can't just take somebody's power. It's not going to work that way. And when you take somebody's gun, you take their. Air quotations their power so,
0: and right. I, I mean they should really understand it because w- your country is the reason this country is so overloaded with guns because of King right. George and <laughs> and, and I, I'm I'm serious like the Bill of Rights yeah. that those, those amendments were created based on to make sure that we had our freedom yeah. from from England and could. Keep those soldiers out of the homes of colonial Americans, but that's why militias
2: were a thing and were needed,
0: right? A a, a thousand percent, and that's why, like, I can't have a conversation with somebody who believes they need to be a militia to prevent government overreach. And to your exact point, and I get it. Maybe we can have a reasonable conversation with other reasonable, rational individuals. But the way I interpret that thing is like that—that—that Second Amendment was for militias. Because there was no police back then. Like, we mm-hmm. needed common citizens to protect other people against British soldiers who were not th- too thrilled to, to to leave America at the time. Like, times are different now. Um, and that's why, again, it's a thorny discussion. It's a complicated discussion. And I would like to know, I, I hope that Justin knows that... Yes, he was doing what he believed was right to protect his family, and he probably was. But I hope he also realized by firing off his weapon, he endangered others. In it, if this is like out in the in the country somewhere, different story. You're on Monroe right. Street where Target yeah. is, and it's a busy, busy intersection.
2: I, I just think I think about Justin's side too when you when you say that, like firing and endangering others. For anybody who has young children, especially their own children, and like and their protection other people don't really matter at that point in time yeah. like your mind goes straight to these are my kids he has a gun screw that i need to take care of the situation right now and the best way to do it is to fire back
1: yeah it's like that fight or flight and you know it's just instinct like but if if you you know he had that gun he had it on him apparently it was readily available. Yeah. And that's how he reacted.
0: So yeah. Vinny and I were talking about this the other day and I was kind of surprised that uh we had the same thinking and he he said it before I said it. My my thinking with not wanting to be a gun owner, aside from like I could put it in my own mouth after a bad day, is I just don't like the people who say I, I want it, like for Justin's case, I want it for protection. It's a dangerous world. I want I want to protect myself and my family if if there are intruders and stuff like that. And And I like Vinny said, I just don't go places where where that could put myself in danger. And again, you never know where danger could be because the reality is, I mean, there are these mass shootings, but I don't think I I don't have in the back of my head any any time I go to Target, there could be a shooting. I don't. Feel like I could I would need a weapon I don't think I would regret it If there was a mass shooting At a place that I regularly went And I couldn't help Or defend myself Um and I know that a lot of people's life situations dictate that they need to have a weapon, like that person in, in, in rural America where the police can't get to. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad carries a gun now. He was doing a lot of driving before because he was going all over the city and, and errands and things and went into some sketchy places, so he felt he needed protection. Um, I understand that, but I've always been taught like what my dad taught me. Keep your nose clean. Like, don't run with the wrong crowds. Don't go to bad neighborhoods. And you, in most cases, won't need to protect yourself. Where I live now, I've considered security measures. Um, and Bethany, I know we talked about this. Like, I didn't want to get a, a door cam or anything like that because I have the dogs. If there is an intruder, the dogs will likely bark them away. Any kind of intruder, like what we had last week in Sylvania, if they did kick something in, the dogs would lose their shit, and you hope that any right. burglar would... Right off. Bethany, it's different where you live. I could totally understand. because no. All joking aside, you live off Hill Avenue and some things happen over there. So I could totally understand if you guys wanted to have protection. Well, Bethany, what part of Hill we, Avenue are you someone, on? Oh, uh, I don't want
1: to say like what close,
0: street I live on. But, but no, no, you have
2: say like, west or east of the university?
1: Um, west.
2: Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, but like... I mean someone came to our house and opened up our shed (laughs) and took a riding lawnmower
2: and drove it out by you a riding lawnmower doesn't move very fast yeah
1: when you're violated like that like i absolutely Mm -hmm. was looking up ccw classes like because it's your like your your privacy your home like everything that is supposed to be safe gets violated like that and then you just have this constant overwhelming anxiety and now like we did all kinds of things around our house to make it way more safe safer you know, than it have already a was
2: i have a question for you bethany i lived uh-huh. and dated somebody who i lived with and dated somebody who had a gun in the house and i would always ask this question like if something were to happen while we're here are you going to be able to pull that trigger? Are you going to be able to look directly, aim like you do at the range and pull that trigger at that person? And he always said yes. And I did not doubt him because he did not have all the screws tightened. But do you think that you'd be able to do that? Um,
0: The doubt there, your your hesitance yeah. answers the question. It, and it's a valid...
1: No, it it depends on the circumstance. If you are going after my child my husband or one of my dogs you're going to get a bullet i might mm-hmm. not shoot okay. to kill you but i will shoot to disarm in any way that i can but
0: you might not have that that marksmanship and and there are others that do that practice this i i like to be pragma- I'm
1: pretty good i'm just <laughs> gonna say
0: <laughs> she had to make sure she threw that in there i'm I'm, good. I'm not gonna miss you. <laughs> All right, sniper Samantha. Right between the when you see the whites, take them out. I'll just, and I un, I understand that. I just I like to do the math in the situation. And to be quite honest, um, I uh, when I went to Temple, which was in a bad neighborhood in Philadelphia, I kept one of those like um, you know the bats, the miniature bats you would get at a baseball game as like a giveaway yeah. item. Mm-hmm. I kept one of those in my car just in case. Um, I have, Philip, you remember my thinking bat that was in my office?
2: I do not, but I, oh yeah, I do remember that bat actually. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Everyone has a thinking bat.
0: (laughs) I I have, like, that's, that's my weapon. Just in case something were were to happen, I could pick that up and, hold on a second. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead and I'll finish my point.
2: Do you know what, Toledo, I got in trouble for having, did I ever show you the bat I had in my car that had a rope around it?
0: Oh yeah, you can't do that. That, that looks very violent. Why? Why? Is that violent? I'm protecting myself. I got in trouble with a cop I know. Me over. He took it from me. I know. I mean if like I can pass off the the mini bat as oh it's oh, it's a collector's item, you know? I take it over to my girlfriend's kid's house. But if there's a rope around it and maybe some spikes, <laughs> it it's more like a, a weapon and I I get why they took it away. So, when it comes to protecting one's home like Bethany talked about in and my bat, I just do the math and the math is different for everybody but the reality is it goes back to the chances of that happening they're exaggerated and i get it fear may, fear is why we make all of our decisions it, it's fear is marketing you think you need like marketing tells you that you need this you need these new shoes or else you're just not going to be cool you're going to need to protect yourself because blah 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 fear makes us make the majority of our decisions And now Bethany is looking at her home very different since someone stole the lawnmower. But I I understand. But the, the actual reality of needing to defend one's home. And granted, the one time that you need it in decades, you could lose your life or your dog or whatever. Now, even that would be very, very unlikely. Burglars don't. Break in and kill people They take stuff Usually people that would break into someone's house And someone's life would be in jeopardy That's like a crime of passion That's an ex A crazy ex or something But the actual number of times that, That something like this could ever happen in your life Is probably very very tiny Now I get it the, the apartments across the street from me, the chances are probably better that something like that would happen and, and, and in certain neighborhoods. But I think for the yeah. average human being to invoke their Second Amendment rights, feeling that they need to protect themselves, if they actually did the math, they probably have a better chance of winning the lottery than needing to defend their home from. Look, and what do they tell you? Like, what do they tell people at, um, at retail stores? if Beth wants to steal something from Charlotte Roos, let them let her take have it. it. It's yeah, not. don't chase like, them. What, it, what in your house is worth defending and maybe killing someone or whatever, or missing that you need to defend? So I, I throw the math in play, but I understand Bethany's fear at this point.
2: Yeah, when it comes to family and animals and stuff like that, like that, that is worth it for a majority of people. I know some people don't like their family, but like I like my family. <clears throat> Bethany likes her family. It's probably yeah. worth it.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and the reason, obviously, like I don't, I don't want a gun in my house because I now have a small child. But if if I could be secure in the fact that I know it's like somewhere that we know where it is, but she wouldn't, and she would never get to it. Maybe you know, I would do something like that. But yeah, it just
0: and, and you can't. It's, I think most gun deaths in America are are accidents
1: right exactly yeah exactly and And that's fires
0: and stuff like that yeah
1: that's that's the scary part about it but it it, you know the sad part is that anyone could have a gun which means that anyone could need a gun like if no one had guns we wouldn't need them
2: yeah you know i mean that's never gonna happen never gonna happen like even even in the
1: places you're only needing it to protect yourself some from someone else
0: that, yeah. that that some from someone else that, that may never happen. And Bethany, it's the right point. Like we're never putting the gun toothpaste back in the in the in the in the toothpaste <laughs> the tube here tooth in America. Right. But we also right. don't we also don't have to go, everybody buy a gun, because then 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 you unleash potentially the wild, wild west and what happens. Right,
1: then it just makes it worse.
0: Yeah, the yeah. other night. And it's and it can be lawlessness. Another point if you have a gun in your home and somebody knows that is arguably the most valuable thing someone might want to break into your home for. And then
2: true.
0: we've all seen enough law and order episodes where it's like, you didn't report your missing gun. And now there is blood on your hands. Yep. So that's why, um, I have considered actually also collecting, um, swords. <laughs> like, 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 the, like the kind exactly. that Alex bought for Thomas, um, like I'm actually like kind machete? of a machete. No, 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 like a samurai sword. Oh, they're my not God, that expensive. Eric they're cheap. super they're cool. They're super cool looking. And if somebody did come to your home in a threatening fashion, okay, everybody's seen a bat, but this motherfucker's coming after you with a samurai sword. That person Eric. is very likely to turn turn ass and haul out.
2: Have Have you never heard the term? Don't bring a knife to a gunfight.
0: It's a samurai sword. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, what's it? I didn't watch Walking Dead, but who's the guy that had the bat? It with was the a
0: chick. Tikes? No, that was oh. uh, Negan. He had the bat Negan. with the, the, which was akin to a I fi- want his bat. With, yeah, there was like barbed wire around, which is kind of like what Philip was going for.
2: Mine wasn't that extreme. It was just a handle. That's all. Yeah, I
0: mean,
1: I believe in Negan your, bat.
2: I believe in your sore situation, but. But I don't believe in you collecting them. Like, if you want to have one for, like, an emergency situation because it makes you feel better, that's fine. But if I walk in your house and I see nothing but, like, swords crossing each other across your walls, I'm going to be a bit concerned about you. No, it's just
1: – Here's it, the thing, right? we collecting them. We've, we've all been to Eric's house. I, yes. We already have a room <laughs> that's designated to transformers, True. yeah, and we have an empty basement with a pole in the middle that would easily fit a tied-up <laughs> So I feel like adding a room and/or wall that's designated to Severo, knives so it's, it's of fine. machete kind is probably not the best way to.
2: There's a uh, uh, there's a museum here, friends. Eric. But y- that you would love it basically the museum looks like game of thrones you know how the the throne had the swords and stuff all over it Where and like is the, this? the size and everything it's in england i have some pictures oh, of it once okay. i dig in it i'll find it when you come here Eric, we're we're going to have fun. We're going to show you stuff that you're going to nerd out on super hard.
0: I love that Got stuff. Got like
1: Excalibur in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I love those. I I've actually I I actually like seriously considered getting a book before of like like uh a- ancient weapons, like famous ancient weapons like that like from the Middle Ages <laughs> and it. stuff. Like yeah. a ball and chain. Like how about that? Like if you come into my home and I come swinging a spiked ball and chain at you? <laughs> That is much scarier than than a gun, or that is or pretty like intimidating. if I had two samurai swords, you know, and I get some dude br- or whoever breaking into my home is like, oh, I am not fucking with Leonardo here today.
1: I am all for people running around with medieval weapons, like <laughs> that. That just sounds fantastic. I would much rather. People get out of their car and like start whacking at somebody with <laughs> with a bowling ball with spikes on it. Yes. Then oh then people out here shooting each other. So let's let's make medieval medieval weapons a thing.
0: Love it, and they're they're gorier and bloodier. Like, sure, a bullet can blow somebody's of these brains out, but I want to bash your brains out with that spiked ball.
1: <laughs> like, I want that you to have personal. to work for it.
0: If yeah. you, you want exactly, to injure yeah. me,
1: you need you need to have a workout.
2: So what I'm getting from this is that Eric wants to personally murder somebody. He doesn't want the distance and that you, Bethany, want to see a show. That's what I'm getting from
1: this.
0: Pretty much. <laughs> um, on the other things, I uh, so it's nice that people are getting a history lesson and there is there is another canal besides the Panama one. But I am loving the Suez Canal memes with the stuck boat.
2: Oh, I heard about that, and I have not seen any memes about it, though.
0: I have, have no idea what of you're of talking these. about. Okay, so the Suez Canal is in Egypt. It, it okay. It's arguably the, the, the most popular canal in human history, if you don't know what a canal is. It is a man-made waterway that allows you to cross land man-made um if
1: you grew up in ohio and you didn't have fourth grade ohio history and visited erie canal (laughs) you were you were done wrong in your education process so wrong
0: so there is a giant boat stuck sideways in the suez canal (laughs) and there's lots of great pictures because it's this massive boat and there's a little tiny bulldozer next to it and that's the thing that's been the biggest meme so far but there are other oh, things there are other memes as well um and there's one website so who loves pl- who loves boats and who loves playing with boats
2: not I don't a know. fan who
0: kids oh yeah <laughs> I
1: was like, so
2: do we know somebody personally
1: okay but like little boats
0: yeah, right. So, so this one website asked uh, little kids like how they would they would get the boat unstuck. And the answers were just were just timeless because they were so Aww. so practical. But the memes and the, the funny tweets about all this is has been very enjoyable for me. And everybody has learned about another canal on, on the planet. <laughs> That's funny.
1: You know what? Those, those kids are probably going to have the answer.
2: Pro- probably. Yeah it's like the funny thing about it is that i heard about it and they they like they i would think it was abc news or like david mirror that i was listening to a podcast about earlier today and they like try to give you a good visual image of this boat and how massive it was And i'm thinking to myself like that has to be a big ass boat to like block the entire canal and then i got online and i saw it to dover i was like oh my god it's a huge boat uh, but these memes are kind of funny. The Godzilla one and whoever that he's fighting King Kong, that's funny.
0: I enjoy um, that one. Here, here's some of the kids' responses. Um, Bethany, did you look at the picture?
1: I can't because it'll shut off my thing.
0: Okay. So <laughs> from Nina, who's eight, what's it stuck on? Sand? They should just move the sand. Uh, from, the- from Theo, who's six, they should get giant oars and row it. Um, from that's Har- funny. From Harper, 13. They should get everyone in Egypt, and everyone brings their rope, and they tie all the ropes to the side of the boat, and everyone pulls as hard as they can. If we can get all the people in Egypt, that way it can turn, it, and they can steer the boat.
1: Look at him thinking that people are going to work together on this.
2: It, yeah, hey, it's so, it's so peaceful, so intuitive.
1: Right.
0: Yep. Um. Did everybody see uh, the Star Wars movie Rogue One? No
1: don't right. yeah, no, I don't watch
0: Star Wars movies. All right, well, just imagine Star Wars stuff. So this is from Sofer15. <laughs> you know how in Rogue One, they had the hammerhead spaceship flying to the Star Destroyer and move it with that little ship's force? That's what they have to do with a fleet of small sailboats.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, but he's not wrong. Like, that's not awful. That's not
2: a bad thing. Like, that's Like, little tug engines, like little tugboats. They could probably do it.
1: Kids will get it done. That's great.
2: These I wish are I could funny. Just These push, memes are funny.
0: I would just push the back until it was free and could float away. I've seen things like this in my life, like sticks in the creek. That's from Oliver, who's six. <laughs> good times. Good times.
2: Um, in fact, a six-year-old has such like a great, simple way of like looking at life and doing things, but it's still such a great idea. You're six. Who taught you that? Stop it. Because
1: it's very black and white, and I feel like when you're that young, like you're just thinking about practical solutions. You're not thinking about all the things that – That could
0: go wrong in the way of you doing that, right? Yeah, you know. Uh, Philip just sent us one with uh, the guy from Friends saying "pivot," which is very funny. (laughs) Ross, (laughs) pivot, (laughs) (laughs) pivot. Um, Philip, what's uh, what's going on over in in the UK?
2: Uh, just waiting for Prince Philip to die. That's really about it at this point in time. Oh
1: my God.
2: <laughs> he looks. Dude, when, he, when you sent me that picture it was the first one that I saw, Eric, of him coming out of the hospital, I almost pissed myself He does
1: look like the, the Grim Reaper.
2: Uh, it's like there, somebody put him on a stick and propped him up in the car. Like, be ready, <laughs> smile.
0: Bethany, some of these memes were uh, saying, like, it's okay, he's in the car, there's food, and it's air conditioned. <laughs> <laughs> and then. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Bethany, you know this picture where he basically looks like Skeletor, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, I've seen it. It's horrible. So it says
0: Prince Philip at 99, Andre at (gasps) 3,000. I saw that.
1: (laughs) Wow.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's pretty mad to be honest with you. But hey, you know what? He's alive. And Danny told me the other day we were like out getting coffee and he's like, did you read about Prince Philip? And I said, did he die? Very excited, which was bad, I thought after I said it. But um Danny's like, No, he didn't die. But he decided that when he does die, he doesn't want the big like fanfare because obviously being the Queen's husband, like you're supposed to have like this big like funeral, this procession, and like people are supposed to mourn for a certain amount of days. Um he's like, I don't want any of that. Just like, you know, announce it, let me die and bury me. I'm like, Oh my god, that's so dark. Like he basically planned his entire funeral for an entire country. That's nuts. So yeah, that's pretty much it though.
0: What's up with the uh, virus stuff. I know that things are ramping back up or, or going in a bad direction in Europe, but that, that makes sense because everybody's connected. Everybody's got a different government, a lot more, yeah. a, a lot different than here where there are different States. So I know that like Germany was going to lock things down and then Merkel Mar- said, no, but I guess you're kind of isolated from that thing. Thank you. What is the English channel?
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean like, it's fine here. It's, Nothing has really gotten any different. And absolutely, because you're right, like because the UK that has like five countries in it has decided that they're going to block themselves off for the rest of the European Union. We just like we just kind of sit here and wait. I still have yet to have a shot. And I thought for this time, like I would have at least had the question or the option to do it. But they're getting through people as quickly as they can. They're afraid of a shortage. Uh, cases are all still going down. We're opening back up. As a country, slowly but surely, next week, not next week, the week after next, two weeks from now, we can go out to pubs and actually, like, have a drink and to invite people over to our houses. So, that's the first step.
0: Bethany, you're fully vaccinated, right? I am. What? Which one did you get? I got Pfizer. It's been fascinating. People have been so interested in in which one. Um, I guess I should have expected that. So, did you have any adverse effects
1: Um, the first one I did not, it was, I just had a sore arm. The second one, um, I didn't, I wasn't sick. Like I wasn't ill. I just had really bad like joint pain. Um, like just body pain kind of in general. Mm -hmm. And it started probably. Yeah. But like not even body aches. It was just pain, like joint pain. Oh, I, I, I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe it. But um, it lasted maybe, it was more like overnight to the next morning, maybe 12 hours, and then it went away. Um, So I was, you know, pretty much fine. Josh got his first vaccine. He got Moderna, I'm pretty sure. Um, And he he didn't have any side effects from the first one. So we'll see what happens with the second one.
0: His shoulder didn't (laughs) hurt?
1: No, I mean, his arm was sore, but.
0: Yeah, that's Eric, what I meant. Like, I couldn't, it, like, it was kind of tough. I I felt like I had the the, the best deltoid workout ever. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. It definitely, it feels like someone, like, slugged you in the arm. Yep. Like, really hard.
0: But exactly. So, you got your first one, too, Eric, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Moderna one, because uh, a friend of mine works at the health department, and at the last vaccine clinic, what, like two weeks ago, I think? um, They had extras, and she called me, and while I was waiting for, um, Amanda to come over. I ran over to uh, the rec center and, and I was the last one in there and I, I got one. Um nice. so yeah, yeah Moderna. Cool. I have to go back on April tenth.
2: Nice. I like that. Speaking of Amanda, I was tipping through Instagram and I think I came across some pictures of her with a weird emoji over it is that who that was Yeah Yeah.
1: are we trying to like oh, keep her anonymity okay. Yeah
2: yeah Yeah what the hell was that
0: yeah. <laughs> Okay okay Yeah she has she's going through a divorce and he like I must only date people who have m- massive motherfucking assholes for exes. I feel like I've heard
2: this story from you before I'm dating somebody who's going through a divorce so I want to hear the end of that
0: Uh and he is just he's doing all kinds of assholey shit so I'm just trying to keep anything off the radar. Not that anything is like that, but in, in all reality too, um, I don't want to like throw her up everywhere and then have yeah. this not work out and be like, oh, I shouldn't have posted that. So
1: yeah, no, that's smart. I I totally understand that.
0: But Bethany, you can respect this. She's all, in, I, she, she's really just about Andre. I mean,
1: I mean who isn't? Yeah. That's really what, that's, that's, If you had to pick like your your the trait that's gonna get you the ladies, it's Andre.
2: (laughs) I mean not not that Diddy is bad, it's just that Diddy's a little bit more like excitable than Andre, which is like whoa. So yeah, like Andre is that babe magnet. It's like having a baby basically. Total
0: babe magnet. Bethany, what what would be my second and third traits that I would take advantage (laughs) of to get a lady?
1: (laughs) Oh, your candy corn martinis. Okay. And
0: <laughs> that's, what, that's what you're going with? Okay, that's fine.
1: And your sound bar that you now have, thanks to me.
0: Good to know. Wow.
2: Well <laughs> okay. It... Wow, okay. <laughs> I don't know what else to say.
0: Well, I didn't I didn't want to have to go here, but so um, we've all seen Bethany's child, Maddie, Madigan, in this bounce mm-hmm. thing and that is a massive fucking head. Like that's truly Mega Mind right there.
1: Listen, I'm sorry. It is in proportion with her body.
0: No, it's not. Yes,
1: she has a big forehead. Yes, she does. Her head is proportionate to the rest of her body.
0: But the top, like the the protrusion of her forehead, like <laughs> the it, it's, it's out there. Do you like, hear
1: what he's saying about you? Does her Do forehead?
0: Does her forehead stick out farther than her nose?
1: No. So what was I will send you a picture of her profile to prove it.
0: So what was this bouncy thing that that, that she was loving? Because like she was like an earthquake in this thing.
1: So she really, I we're gonna be one of those families. Like Josh is gonna have to build her a roller coaster in the backyard because she has to be moving and upright at all times and like. We'll like fly her around the room, like above our heads. And that's a gymnastics baby right
2: there. Come on. Oh my gosh. That's great. So,
1: we have a bouncer at our house, and she can, she would spend hours in it. No exaggeration. Hours. She'll, she'll be in there for like two, three hours living her best life. And then all of a sudden, it'll get really quiet. And I look over and she's passed out. Like she did it today. (laughs) She'll just like pass out mid jump. And then she'll wake up and start jumping again, happy as a clam. So, my mom, my mom and dad were like, "Well, we have to have a jumper at our house because grandma and Grandpa maybe puts herself to sleep. That's why, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right?" So they got a brand new, you know, Cadillac of jumpers, and so that's what she was in the other night because um, they had just put it together. So they were showing it off, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, but like. I know we're gonna have to have the trampoline. We're gonna have to have like all the things. I'm gonna have to take her to Sky Zone or something. I don't know, the kid loves to jump, loves to jump. And um, when when she was first using it, like she wasn't even really tall enough for her feet to touch the ground, like to, to hit the, the floor. And so I put like a pillow underneath to kind of help her so that she could you know really get the hang of the jump. And um, But then I was noticing that, like, I and I think it's probably, like, my dancer background that I'm just, like, super, you know, scared anal about it. But I started to notice that she would, like, curl her toes under when mm-hmm. she was jumping. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, 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 Don't no, we're, do that. Not <laughs> we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Or
2: you have no toes, there. so yeah.
1: Right. So I'm, like, trying to, like, sit there while she's jumping and, like, hold her feet flat. And I'm like, you have to flat your feet, flat your feet, flat your
2: feet. Like, that's the best thing about kids and about animals as well. But, like, kids especially is that you watch them do something and they hurt themselves or, like, it doesn't feel right. And, like, once it registers in their mind, they never do it again. So, that's that's the best thing.
1: She's definitely, she's gotten a lot better because her feet can touch the floor. So, now she's flat-footed. And uh, her legs are, she's got, you know, super strong thighs. She's, you know little bodybuilder
0: Since you guys have been talking I've been watching this video non-stop. It's very it's it's <laughs> hypnotic. Like I love I love the things that are lighting up, things are bouncing. She's throwing her legs into it. I see the curling toes, her massive it's a good time. head. It, I mean this thing she is living the best life. I this is so much fun to watch. Yep. She loves it. Um what did Saint Ursula win last week?
1: Uh the
0: was, not we, funny, actually, Coach Morgan. Right. Coach Morgan.
1: <laughs> um, right. I'm not involved in any way. Um, the we found out that we won we won states. I think it's like our 17th nice. state title.
2: Oh, come on, St. Ursula. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so that was exciting. Um, and then next Wednesday we film for semifinals for nationals, for UDA nationals. And then if we make it to finals, then I think we record on the 13th of April, maybe. So it's it's been a super long season. Like normally we're done at the end of February, um, but nationals and states and everything got pushed back and we're doing it virtually too. So it's it's been really long. Like we're, we're not going to get a break because tryouts for next year are the week after nationals, I think. So it's a lot, but yeah, it's a lot. It, it's
0: fun, and I, I enjoy it. So uh, sit tight. We'll come back to Santa Ursula in one second. I got to knock out a traffic report here. Things actually have kind of improved over over there.
1: Well, that's
0: good. We've got the on ramp block 475 southbound at the trail due to an earlier overturned semi. So you might face some stop and go traffic in that area due to that closure. That is your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. Um, there is a girl at St. Ursula named Jayla Russell. I'm assuming she's a senior. She received over a million dollars in scholarships. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Applied to 27 schools and got into, got accepted, and got full rides from almost all of them. And she's considering UNC and and Johns Hopkins. So. Wow. That's the. uh, Yeah, it's. That's awesome. It's
1: insane. Like the, I mean, obviously they, you know, are, are rated high academically and everything. And, um, you know, I see it even at TSA, like these kids, the, the battle for college acceptance is just insane. Like I, I mean, I, I wanted, I didn't want to go to college, but my dad was like, you're going to college. I don't care what you go for, but you're going to college. And so I was like, well, I'm going for dance. And I had one school that I wanted to go to. I applied to it. I auditioned. I got in. I got some scholarship and I was done. Like these kids apply to, yeah, like 27, 30, like more schools. And I'm like, why?
2: Do you guys remember like how time consuming and how hard it was to apply to a school? And like you said, they apply to like 20 schools, 20, 25, 30 schools, international schools. And they're just like hoping to get into one. I'm like,
1: and, and they just stress themselves out yeah oh like, guys like I, I know some of these schools are, are really great and you know if you have a specific program you want to go to that's awesome but at college is going to be what you make it like don't don't think you have to get into one of these Ivy League you know huge universities to, to be something with your life right, I just exactly. I feel so bad like they're just so stressed out
0: or that like, you have to go at all um help yeah. me out, help right. me out here from what i recall it was 50 or a couple hundred bucks to do the application yeah. right is that yeah. still the case
1: oh yeah they charge you money just for the application so okay. i can't even imagine what that
0: costs right so that that and this is problematic for me because at this point like everybody that's got school loans now knows that that in a lot of cases higher education is a bit of a racket um, mm-hmm. They want your money, and you're not getting out of it what you're paying into it with whatever your degree winds up being or, or anything else. And, Bethany, to your point, what you what you make of it. So don't – I don't know how they pushed even further into the business model, get these kids to apply to as many schools as possible, because you start paying before you even get accepted. Like, I know – I think I applied to – at least two, Temple and Maryland. No, I, it had to be at least three. I applied to Temple, Maryland, and Towson, and that might have been it. And my dad wanted to keep costs down. I remember him telling me, pick the ones you really want because we're not yeah. going to pay to apply to all of these. And not even that, yeah. but like
1: the out-of-state tuition and like, oh, oh my god, craziness.
2: I, I blew minds about like uh, two or three weeks ago here because we were talking about how tuition is different in the UK than it is in America. And I told one of my friends, like, well, you think that, like, you know, what you're putting in perspective is crazy because in Ohio, that sounds right. I'm from Ohio. If I went to school in Tennessee or Texas or California, I have a out of like a uh, out of state, basically tax I have to pay to go to the school. And I'm like, wait, what does that mean? Like, I don't understand that.
1: Yeah.
0: So,
2: yeah, it's crazy.
0: It's uh, it's a business. These colleges are in it to make money. And <clears throat> it is unfortunate that wages have not risen. Um, with, as the cost of college and university and higher education has risen, I think my numbers might be off a little bit. Um, I think it was like three or five grand a semester for me to go to temple. It's probably at least like eight, maybe 10 now a semester. So you're talking like a a 40% increase. And if you're going to throw numbers like that across the board, certainly, uh, the wages for jobs, have not Should increased commensurate yeah. to that as well, and that's where I I kind of scold people who um, have these massive school loans and, and debt like and something some, you don't know what you don't know you don't know any better before you get into this. Maybe you were the first person in your family to go to college, but like you're paying. How much ever for an education and it's not going to give you back what you hope because maybe even by the time you wrapped up your bachelor's or whatever it was, the industry you were going for had shape shifted, and where you could hope to start out at like 32 before, well, now it's only like 28 and the cost of school went up. So I really encourage everybody before you sign your name on these things for loans or whatever – Do the math, have a little foresight, research things and go, am I going to be able to make the money that I need to pay off these loans? Is it worth it?
1: Yeah. I mean, I I just, education should not be a business to begin with. Um, That, I have a huge problem with that. I have a huge problem with people making money off of people's education. Um, But it is what it is. So yeah, you just have, you have to be smart about it and.
0: How how was the first week back for the Flying Pigs?
1: It was so great. They're so excited to be in school. I like them being in school.
0: They, uh, was it good to, did you catch up with students, students that you had missed or anything like that? I mean, I I think pretty much everybody is back in person five days a week now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to see kids that I haven't seen for an entire year, basically. Um, and, uh, I'm still only in the school Tuesdays and Thursdays, but like I ended up there four days this week because I just have <laughs> stuff to do. But, um, but yeah, it's just, it's just nice to have the building full and the music playing in between classes. And like, how do you feel feels about like
2: being, the, how do you feel about being back at work and like being away from the baby?
1: Um, I haven't had like, the full experience yet i guess i want to say okay um this week was the first week we were kind of splitting up so like my days are tuesdays and thursdays that i have to go in and my mom had um maddie on tuesday and then um our new babysitter had her on <sighs> thursday so it's only been like one day that i had to drop her off to somebody yeah. All right. but literally like she we did go and meet her for like maybe 20 minutes um the week before just so that i could check everything out uh through friends other people that i knew who she had watched their kids and stuff so i felt good about that um but uh like we had maybe met her for 20 minutes she didn't even hold maddie the first time and so i get there and i'm like not really nervous but i was like you know hoping that she would be a little sad oh no I handed her over (laughs) and she was laughing and smiling at her and like grabbing her face and like had no, no desire to see me after that. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to go to work now and you (laughs) have yourself a good day.
0: So it's good and bad. Like you don't have that, that sadness, that depression of leaving your kid, but you also realize that your kid doesn't like you that much. (laughs)
1: <laughs> apparently apparently I just she would rather go to somebody else who has more toys so it's fine
0: well I mean you can learn something from this person Hold it'll on, be good yeah. in the long run I gotta knock out another traffic report everybody sit tight we've got an on-ramp block 475 southbound at the trail due to an over- overturned semi you might face some slowdowns in that area also an accident Sylvania at Douglas you'll face slowdowns in that area that is your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic What's uh? What's this this person's name? Do you want to share the name?
1: Uh, no, because I <laughs> don't want her to get popular, so <laughs> I'm just gonna keep that one to myself.
0: How many kids does she just watch, Maddie, or does she watch a bunch of kids?
1: Um, she the the most she'll watch at a time is six. Um, it's in her home, how- and how old are they? Um, between like right now the young well maddie's the youngest right now and then there's a one-year-old and then mm-hmm. i think she has two twins that are five who will go to school next year so um and their mom's a teacher so i think like in may they'll be done um so she That's pretty good. much just has them until they're school age but it's it's so nice like i went and she had four kids four or five kids there when i got there to visit the first time and it was so quiet and it was so clean And she makes them pick up their toys if they want to play with a different toy. And if they want to change an activity, they have to put the first activity away and like everything's really organized. And she has toys by like age group. And it was just so, it was so nice. Like it wasn't, I'm just, I, I if you have to use a daycare and I thought I was going to have to use a daycare, it is what it is. But like having the option of, of finding this woman who just happened to have a spot that she could take another kid. I was just like, Oh my gosh, thank gosh. Cause I, you know, I want her to be able to socialize with other kids, but I, I don't like the idea of her being in a room full of kids and there's not enough adults to manage the amount of kids Mm -hmm. kind of a situation. And uh, so we, we just, we lucked out and it's very reasonably priced. And so I'm just really, really glad that that we were able to to make this situation work but
2: like I see kids who are in daycares and exactly what you said it's like maybe one two three adults depending on the number of kids but the kids typically run that situation yes they follow somewhat rules like I've seen kids in daycare literally look at somebody and be like I'm not dealing with that. It's time for my juice box and then walk away from her. And I'm like, what just happened?
1: Yes. He's he's like
2: four. What do you mean? yeah. yeah. I mean, I
1: went to preschool. Like I, I know, I know what that's like. I was stealing stuff from preschool and then I'd like go home and hide it. And then I'd wake up the next morning crying and like tell my mom that I stole (laughs) stuff. Like I, I know how that goes. Like I got it. Um,
0: When you've grabbed Maddie from her to take her home, does she cry?
1: No, she was like she. She's just okay. Maybe it maybe, might be maybe, the age.
0: Here's the thing:
2: maybe Ben needs to understand that like stranger danger. I think that's like something that we should still with in our <laughs> oh, no. children. Still, like that's something we should probably do. Stranger danger. If she
1: has zero stranger danger. Like she will go to anybody. Or if ma- you just smile at her, like she'll go to you. It doesn't matter. And I'm hoping that as she gets older, like she might be a little more clingy. But right now, I could hand her to anybody, a stranger on the street, and she'd be like, Oh, hi, how are Good. you?
2: Fine. Like, hi, I'm Maddie. Nice to meet you. Yeah.
1: I'm like, Oh, <laughs> boy. Here we go.
0: Does she even like you?
1: I mean, I think so. Like, she <laughs> tolerates me during the day, I guess. Mm. Dad is superior. Hard mark. She's she, uh, definitely Daddy's girl, but like.
0: When she goes to daycare, she's like, Yeah, the lady with the tit is here. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> My food's here. <laughs> Gotta go. Food yeah. bus. Right. Gotta go. <laughs> my right. my my Milky Mammary just showed up. I'll see you homeboys <laughs> and homegirls tomorrow.
1: Yeah, she might like me less. Um, I think tonight is uh, gonna be the transition to the crib night, and I'm Ooh. dreading it because it's like I know she's still gonna wake up to like want a bottle at some point, and instead of just being able to roll over and like give it to her, I'm gonna have to get <laughs> up and go in the other room. And give it to that her. That sounds husband. so
2: wrong. Just roll over and so- give
0: it to her. Like, that sounds so wrong. <laughs> Philip, I'm, I'm, I'll actually send this picture to both of you. Um It's funny that you mentioned daycare. I don't know how. So Amanda has a three and a half year old. And he is, he's autistic. It's not somebody who read shit on the internet and was like, oh, yeah, he's hes autistic. He doesn't talk. Um Right. Not he, and he has, uh he is a. He's a Category Five hurricane. He is nearly indestructible. <laughs> uh, within within moments of me going over there the other night and sitting down, uh, he was kicking me, and I was oh, I was thinking, oh, this is not happening. And I I pushed his feet down. I didn't do anything inappropriate, but I certainly made him what know is that? that. What is that? is he on the? <laughs> Well, somehow... This was at the end of the night. Somehow, I, I can't say how, his... Well, he took all his clothes off, and then he, he he was trying to be funny and take his diaper off, and both Amanda and I were like, put your penis away. Um, but when he took his pants off, I threw them... I mean, somebody threw them on the fan, uh-huh. so <laughs> I held him up to get his pants down. But it looks, um,
2: like, it looks like Lion King is what it looks like to me. I like this picture. Right.
0: So s- shortly after... Mm-hmm me alerting him to the fact that kicking me was a terrible idea for his future health. Um, I was also then dragging him around by said feet all over the living room and the sofa. And he was cannonballing into Amanda. He's like (laughs) in fucking destructible. So
1: I mean, he's a three and a half year old boy.
0: No, 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 no. So he's got like, whatever it is with autism where he has like superpowers, he's very strong. Like Philip. He's like a, he's like two weights and six months of protein from looking like you. Like, <laughs> you can see his triceps and his hamstring muscles. Um, so we were horsing around, and my the bottom of my foot caught his hand, and, and you heard a knuckle crack, and he oh. didn't fucking flinch. Any other <laughs> any other kid would would have. <laughs> Like, the quivering lip and the tears. Like, he is indestructible. And before I had seen all this, Amanda showed me, she said he beats me up. And she had showed me a massive, like, softball raspberry bruise on her elbow. And I thought she just might be embellishing things. No, he beats the fuck out of her. And... Like I get it. I, I I mean, it's this is the the autism stuff. I guess he's got a lot yeah. of energy, yeah. and
2: um, it doesn't know his own strength probably. Some right.
0: of, yeah yeah that too that too. But him and I, it was like so. I mm-hmm. had to adjust to he doesn't talk. He I guess he kind of understands, um, but the horsing around and the fact that he's indestructible, lots of fun. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. He under, maybe I, he,
2: Maybe, like, to him, like, communication is physical. It's not with words. It's like that's how he communicates himself to you. Does that sound right?
0: I guess. I, I looked on the <laughs> internet for answers, and yeah. I guess there isn't really – I was looking up, like, how to interact with autistic children. And it, it offered more, like, mm. parenting, device, uh, parenting yeah. advice, nothing for, for other people. But I guess I did okay. Amanda said he really liked me. It was kind of cute, I guess, maybe also uh, unsettling where – you had your
2: Lion King moment, so that's cute, I just have to say.
0: Well, after that, he, we moved to his room, and Amanda was, like, trying to wind things down and slowly, like, get him ready for his bath or whatever, so we went into his room, and uh, he, I was not in his room, but he grabbed my hand and had me sit on the bed, and Aww. then he did the same thing for Amanda. I was like, I said, that's adorable. He's like, no, he just wanted to hit you with the pillows. <laughs> but that's good. So yeah, he he swings yeah. pillows around. He is he is a he is a Tasmanian devil. Yeah. that's a wow. that's a
2: three year old for you though, isn't it?
0: I guess. But the fact that you can't like reason with him, or pun- I I don't know how it works. I don't know what her parenting style outside of um just succumbing to his choke holds. Um, <laughs> I don't know how she gets in the stop or whatever. Maybe he just hires himself out. So um, it's good that you got a chance to meet him, though. To say the least, like that's always a good yeah. sign. I was hesitant because uh you don't. I mean, meeting the kid is a big deal, and it is. All, all kinds of people will say that you should not meet someone's kid for like six months. And I don't think anybody is really wrong in any situation. Yeah. How long have you guys been dating for? I don't know. Six weeks, maybe a couple of months. I'm yeah. not sure. How <laughs> I do not know, Eric. <laughs> I he's I, a man. I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> um, my, I think. I think this news was broken a couple of maybe a month or so ago. So my brother and, and Tracy have decided on a name, and I think I told you guys that they were going to name her after my mom with an N, and the name mm-hmm. is Noelle. Noelle.
2: I don't.
0: I hate that
1: I like. How are they spelling it?
0: N o e l l e.
1: Okay, oh. then I'm okay with it.
0: <laughs> what, what what wouldn't you have been okay with? If it was like Noelle, Noel, like
1: Christmas. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's cute. How do you feel about it, Eric?
0: Um, I'm fine with it. I'm. I'm sending you guys one other thing. Um, I hope this doesn't kick Bethany off. Um, I'm fine with it. I'm just glad that they, that, that Tracy allowed my brother the grace of naming her after my mom because my brother and my mom were like inseparable. They, they, there was like a, there was some dislike on my brother's part in, in the relationship. Some of my mom's idiosyncrasies. Um, but he loved my mom and he was devastated when she, when she died and it, it created a bit of a rift between he and I, but I'm just glad that they they could have called her napkin (laughs) But as long as it was an N, I, N I'm fine right.
2: with it. Yeah, so the video just sent to us, like, he's, like, half your size.
0: But probably oh. twice as strong. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, he's three years old and he's half your size. Like, I thought he'd be, like, five or six in that picture.
0: He's, uh, I think his dad is big. Yeah. So, but, yeah, he's a whirlwind, all right. the The initial meeting was on Sunday, and it was a in retrospect it was a bad idea Um, they were at the park all day and uh, the dogs were barking the whole time so that did not mesh well with his autistic ears and then I put them inside we sat outside they were barking knowing that I was right outside the door and he was just not having it
2: yeah that can be a lot like I mean even for somebody like me like like loud sounds like that like i don't understand i can't deal with that like if somebody's dog inside barking i'm like all right cool it's very nice to meet you i have to go home can't be around this right now so i
0: get that um does anybody bethany any plans over the weekend now that you're uh you're superhuman and vaccinated
1: um tomorrow we're (laughs) having a little easter uh, drive through at the dog park so that'll be fun oh i thought you're having um, like a
2: like a barbecue That's not an
1: exciting. No, no, it's just like a drive-through, and we're collecting (laughs) donations for LC4. And uh, what else? I think we're gonna go to Port Clinton. Actually, Um, it used to be Me, but now I think it's like Gideon something else. If there's a winery out there, um, I think we're gonna drive and meet uh, my aunt and uncle there in Cleveland. So that's kind of like the halfway point. So we're gonna meet them, and they can see Maddie and stuff. Um,
0: Taking your kid to a winery. Cool. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, what? why wouldn't I?
0: Why not? He
1: likes the grape Don't Oh, God.
0: You. Stop He likes the grape. Um, the dog thing, real quick. So if there was going to be a time of year when I do it, it would be now. And uh, I saw a guy yesterday in the neighborhood. He was walking two. I think Labradoodles look dumb as fuck. Um <laughs> They look just stupider than anything. But he was walking two labradoodles and one small dog and I was like, if he can do that, I can get a third. So, I went on the uh, ad- I went yeah. on the adoption websites today, but they're all pit mixes and that's not my kind of dog. Bethany, any yeah. insight?
1: Um No. I mean, other than yes, you should get a third one. Um, Why? and they should be tiny and cute and little like Andre. I mean, I love Diddy, but
0: no, I want with to, Andre.
1: It's just my dude.
0: It would be nice if they were in the middle, so like a twenty-four pound dog. Um, have you Beagle looked though? at like
1: Humane Society?
0: I looked. They yeah. had a couple that weren't pits, um, but there's not a lot of information on that site. So
1: I think, like I, I would probably call like each of the adoption agencies around here and just tell them like specifically what you're looking for because a lot of times they'll create like lists and when they get certain kinds of dogs they'll
0: call um, you yeah email you they'll call I'm, you so. I'm afraid to do that I have friends at both um, and I'm afraid to make that call because why
1: it's
0: hard to say no 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 discipline Um, but I'm just thinking like so like I don't know how many years did he has left I hope it's a thousand but more realistically it's three four i don't want andre to be alone he'll be older um and i'd like to just like keep that conveyor belt of you know they're 11 and 8 so let me get a three or four year old and we'll just keep it moving
1: yeah but i feel like things happen for a reason and so you're you're just taking the steps to what things happen
0: for a
2: reason Um, death Uh, like like it's (laughs) meant
1: to be like obviously like it was meant to be that you were supposed to get diddy was meant to be that yeah. you're supposed to get Andre. So like, if you're if Something you're down with getting three, yeah, like one will pop up and they'll call you, and then the rest is history.
0: Yeah, yeah. And now I would do it now because um, as, with the way work is, I'm, I can be home a bunch. And two, um, I would want it, I would want that dog now as we get out of winter, so I could housebreak right. it in yeah. reasonable weather.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's the
2: worst, isn't it? Like having snow outside and trying to housebreak a dog is literally the worst. You have to go outside so many times throughout the day, and in Toledo, I do not
0: miss the snow. In the middle of the night. So, oh my (laughs) god. Uh. Philip, are you guys? What kind of sitting around are you guys going to do this weekend? Um, the
2: same that we have been doing, but I think this one is both. We've we've had like a really not all right week. Like our boiler broke, so we hadn't had heat. And we didn't have hot water. I took like three cold showers. So I had like auditions and photo shoots that I had to make my way to. But uh, this weekend, I think we're just going to relax and try to feel good about our lives for two days.
0: You could That's have showered at Josh's house. That's what I did when I was without a shower.
2: Josh does not live here.
0: How am I going to shower at Josh's house? Well, I'm just saying if you would have asked him, he probably would have said yes. Well, probably, yeah. But that that wouldn't have helped me. So, um, That thing that I sent you yesterday, I can say it here on the podcast. Um, so we have a new so uh, Philip the the guy that left the good looking guy that I told you about TikTok, Brew. Uh, uh, yeah him? yeah
2: yeah yeah. So yeah.
0: he left. He took a new job. He's working at a radio station in L.A. now. Um, uh-huh. And we got a new girl, and she works in Dallas. She works on the country station there, and she voice tracks for us. And mm-hmm. she's the one on the air that said like we're doing some money contest. She's like you can pay off your car note, and that's what I sent to you. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Bethany, I don't know if you know this, but I have oh this theory God. that only black people say car oh note. What? <laughs> Why? Do you say car note? What? what? Exactly. I mean, what? Do you know what, do you what, know what a car note Carno? is? Exactly. Okay. So wait a second. This has been a thing with Eric
2: for years. It always blows my fucking mind. Excuse me, it always blows my mind because he has never heard anybody who's not black say car note. And I, we brought this up years ago. But literally he messaged me the other day and I'm walking down the street. I'm walking across a busy street with no <laughs> cars and he goes, I just heard somebody not black say cardo and I laughed out loud. Like, I laughed so hard for about a block and a half because of this fucking conversation that we had. so
1: what is it though? <laughs> it's a
2: car payment. It's a car payment. that's it. Oh. You, yeah, you just pay your monthly car payment but we call it a car note and I have no I have no reason why. I don't know why. I'm sure there's a reason why. I don't know why. But like most black people will call it a car note.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I've never heard that.
0: See? Hold on. Josh just came in. Um, would you let Philip... Would you, uh, so Philip's <laughs> boiler went out. Would you have let him shower at your place? Yeah. Okay. Also... Hi, Josh. Philip says hi. Hi, hey, Philip. Uh, he says hi. <laughs> what? Uh, every month you, you owe your, your car place something, right? What do you That's call that? How I, like... What do you call it? Exactly, not black. God, Josh, <laughs> I, I believed in Josh. I thought he would have said car note. No, no, no. he's not black.
1: Let's phone a friend. Uh, Let's call Floyd and ask him what he calls oh, it. Oh, he definitely
0: calls it a car note. A, Floyd a-, would say a car thousand note. percent. Did you need something, <laughs> Josh? All right, Well, didn't watch the podcast. Um, yeah, so I texted this girl the other day because I'm kind of like her her point of contact here, um, and I she was saying Jay Foster's Jewelers, and I was and I was just you know, and I said yeah. Um... And do you really call it a car note? And she said, Yes. It's a southern thing. And I said, Yeah. And I said, Ooh, if I only knew you better. She said, Too southern. Um, yeah, I I wasn't (laughs) willing to share with her my theory, because I mean she could report me to HR.
2: But you know what could have happened as well, which would have been even more awkward, is that you would have shared with her your theory and she would have like exaggerated on that and like emphasize some of the stereotypes that would have been even more awkward for everybody so luckily you didn't do that
0: i I wasn't going to do this at all i didn't want to take the hr risk i don't know this girl right um but the car note thing so bethany to continue our our ongoing topic of like speak like a fucking normal human being (laughs) if if i saw the word stimmy one more time i hope everybody loses their money and goes broke
2: that is the yeah. dumbest term I've ever heard before in my life.
0: You, Truth. I, I had some other words. Like, it's right there with I seen and some other shit. There um, is
1: nothing that infuriates me more than when someone says, <laughs> oh, I seen that. Like, no, you didn't seen that. You saw it.
0: Lit was, <sighs> lit, lit was okay. Like, I get it. Because, like, lit, fire, there's, there's a loose connection there. But then somebody said... Uh somebody threw another word that was my most reviled word of slang that that's right there with stimmy. Any it it guesses? No, 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 no. This is this is like this is slang. Like this is the made up word. Oh. Um and it was big in like 2015 and The uh, shizzle? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is definitely made up word. It people would often <laughs> use it in regards to their appearance or how they look.
2: Um
0: snatch probably?
1: Uh, fleek. I'm
0: fleek. fleek yes. Fleek, 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 yes, fleek. good job, Bethany.
1: Good job.
2: <laughs> I hated that fucking word. I just like I hate YOLO. I still hate YOLO to this day. People say YOLO to me, and I want to punch them in the throat. Like I just don't like the word, the the, the phrase YOLO. What's, like you only live once.
0: What's something or like is some British slang that you hate? Ping, ping. What is, what
2: P-E-N-G. Mean? Ping means uh, fleek, like fleek, like sexy, like. They'd be like, "Oh, that girl is so paying, or that dude is so paying." Like, I just, I can't deal with that situation because it doesn't make sense to me.
0: What, what, what do you say that makes people raise an eyebrow? That they immediately know that you're American? Like, do you say "y'all" or something?
2: Uh, no, I'll use the word "fuck," Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I use I use the f word, or I'll use the mf word. And people would be like, that's such a weird thing, like who talks like that? So <laughs> everyone yeah. in America. Every, everybody in the world.
0: <laughs> Philip, you know what? I come across a lot of memes of uh it like what Europeans think of people of, of Americans, and there's always yeah. a gun and I have to send I'll send these to you.
2: Okay, yeah. I mean it's always a gun. But I mean they also dip their French fries in mayonnaise and they call it French fries chips and they call it chips crisp. That's like disgusting. it doesn't make sense. Is, exactly disgusting. thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> disgusting. Is. Like, look,
2: I'm it. just like that's that's gross. Like you can't do that.
0: So D the the word I'm gonna spell it out D R A U G H T. Yeah. It's pronounced draft,
2: right? Right. Yeah. Hmm. yeah that but that's how it's spelled. Yeah. There's weird. no fucking
0: f in there. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's
2: drought. Like basically, you're spelling like a weird way of spelling drought. Right. Like it just you can't do that.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: That's what I would have guessed.
0: It confused. Yeah. It confused me for years. I can't
1: spell for shit years.
0: though. So. Um, last thing, Bethany, how is, uh, how is Mike? I, he's got some, uh, some relief with tax days pushed back.
1: Yeah, man. Magic Mike is living, Magic living the dream. Mike. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he goes into work probably three days a week and works from home. The rest, um, he, uh, it's crazy. He, so I haven't heard this of being a side effect from COVID, but he has lost a lot of hair, like he's had a lot of hair loss and like I mean, on top of his head he or did, body hair. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. like on top of his hair, and he didn't have a whole lot to begin with. But it definitely like covered. Like he had a, a head of hair, and it like covered. But it's it's very sparse on the top, and it's it's just weird. Um, so I'm hoping. I mean, I'm hoping it grows back for him. I don't. I don't think he would look bad, like
0: yeah. bald
1: or anything like that. But he's so dark complected that. It's just it's just weird to not have like the dark hair on his head, um, or it doesn't seem as dark because it's more sparse. Um,
0: Dark-complected people look great with bald heads. Look better yeah, than gonna, people like me. That. Yeah, like yeah, you, it's that's ha, true. Have you ever seen a, a bald black person that didn't look perfect? No,
1: no. Well, right. perfect is you're far, right. but still. I mean, I think I
2: think most men most people just look strange with no hair, but most men, after they give into that, like, I actually can't wait to give into shaving my head because I, it's less, Stop. It's less Stop maintenance. Talking. I really Stop can't. Stop talking. I don't want to hear But that. But <laughs> when men shave their heads, it looks strange at first, but somehow they, like, grow into it very quickly. So it may not be the worst thing ever. You never know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So so we'll see. It was just, it was bizarre because mm. I, I hadn't heard that as being um, a side effect of, of having COVID, but is definitely um, even Y'all since he's been to... home, has has gotten a lot thinner. So we'll we'll see what happens. You may want that, to but...
2: report that. You may want to like put somebody's like ear on that and be like, hey, by the way, you may go bald from this vaccine.
1: Next time... <laughs> I, no, it's, it's not the vaccine. <laughs> it's definitely like having COVID. Okay. Next. Time. it was before it was before the vaccine, but after COVID.
2: Okay.
0: If he does anything else for me with tax stuff, I will instead of fireball, I'll get him some some head blade shave cream, which I use, and a Mach three. Oh
1: my God. Okay. Oh, poor thing. All, all right, right, everybody. No, he's he's good. he's doing
0: good. Have a uh, have a good weekend, and uh, we will bring this party together next Friday. All right, and please post more big head mega pictures. <laughs> you know it. All right, bye. <laughs> the best content on my Instagram. Bye.
1: Bye.